4321. Welcome to the Helena Dickinson Hand Basket Podcast. We are your hosts, Tyrell Brown and Drew Van Fossen. How you doing tonight, buddy? I am doing great. And tonight <clears throat> we have an office office. <laughs> oh, you're screwing up already. Oh, Jesus. All right. Smoke another bowl, T. Brown. Okay. Anyways, so we have an epic episode for you tonight. We are going to talk to you about going to band camp. We all know, for those of you around our age, that good old joke, this one time at band camp, there was American Pie, whole movie dedicated to band camp. And yes, your hosts, Tyrell Brown and Drew Van Fossen, also went to band camp. I was, was band captain, you? buddy. You were what? I was band captain. That's right. Didn't you put a? Didn't you steal some pet band music and put it in our high school time capsule? Ah, uh, I think I did. I think I stole a few things from the uh, the uh, band uh, room itself. Um, I also the only reason I wanted to be band captain was to keep a certain person from being band captain because I basically just ran to keep him out of there. And uh, all I had to do was read the announcements every single morning, and I just did not care. I I I it literally um I was band captain, and when it was announced that I was prom royalty, I was walking the halls. And it was, we were supposed to be rehearsing or getting ready for divisionals or uh, whatever that music festival is in the spring. And I came back into the band room and everybody's like, congratulations. And I was like, for what? And they're like, "Uh, you got nominated. And I was like, really? Okay. So anyways, we're band geeks. We are. And I actually, I made posters for you and Lauren. That's right. Yes. And I put them up and then I got in trouble. Didn't I tell you not to make them? I was just like, dude, don't do that. And you're just like, I'm going to do it. (laughs) (laughs) I did it. And I got in trouble by the administration for putting them up. And I was like, isn't that a thing? Like, isn't that like when you think about it, you, I mean, any kind of school election, even for prom royalty, you're campaigning. Up. Yeah. Campaigning. Exactly. <laughs> so back to life. I was just going to jumpstart it. That well, honors government senior the, year really made an impact. The only thing, and I know we're going off topic of the band subject, but uh, the only thing that made that that worse was the, the guy who got nominated the year after me, and I won't say his name because it's not very uh, nice to make fun of people who... Do you know who I'm talking about? Uh-uh. Okay, I'm not going to say anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you you do know, though, that you and Lauren won. Yeah. No, I do know. I do know. For those of you listening, I just made a hand gesture, and I think he knows now. <laughs> I do know. Oh, uh anyways um well Ty- really you know what here's the thing it's very inclusive school for being such a small minded area well i was a sympathy vote i know that very no well. no i'm not saying you i'm talking about the the, the following yeah, yeah 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 I, we know what you mean that's a sympathy vote well, he won't be listening to this podcast, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, in any case, so uh, what Ty and I were discussing before uh, we hopped on the uh, recording here is uh, a little bit about stories of bands. Oh, very nice. You got some uh, Captain Morgan there, huh? And a big gulp. I do. Big gulps, huh? Well, see you later. Um, so what we were talking about was a couple of stories from our past and we, we might have a couple of stories of when we were going to band camp. So I'll just let Tyrell, uh, Oh yeah. Sorry. I got off topic. No, you're fine. Just, uh, take it from here and let them know what the experience of a band camp actually is. And this occurred in Missoula, Montana, probably about two, the summer of 2006, uh, yeah. so we're going back a ways here, but, uh, this is, uh, kind of what the experience was like. You know, though, what a great location for the band camp, like Missoula, Montana, for any of you who know anything about Montana, the Western side is way better than the shithole side that we grew up on. So, I mean, it was kind of like a vacation. It was pretty cool. What do you say? I said true story. True. Absolutely. 100%. So, band camp was held on University of Montana's campus, which is uh, one of the most well-known state schools in Montana. You know, you when you think of Montana, you think of University of Montana and Montana State University, Bozeman. We also have Montana State University building, Billings, but... Carroll College uh, has some okay. national uh, recognition as well. Yeah, for NAIA... Oh, for football, yeah. They're not so good anymore, but... Yeah, no. But I did go to school there in their heyday, which was fun. There you go. That was pretty nice. Um, anyway, so how did we get up? I think we took... I don't, two of our moms drove us. I think it was... Wasn't it Margaret and Jan? Yes, and we were in a Ford Windstar. That was my mom's. Yeah, that the red Ford Windstar. I remember yeah. that. <laughs> oh man, it had the sliding doors on the side. Yeah, we had our instruments loaded up, except for uh, instruments except for the third guy who loaded up. Us. Yeah, we had our third friend that came with us. Um, and if you listen to our first episode, uh, he eventually gets referred referred to as Sauce Guy. Yeah, or so, we'll or little drummer boy. Stuff. I I uh, hope he hears this someday because <laughs> that would just delight me. Um, well, okay, so I'll set it up. So basically, when you go to a band camp, you get the registrations, uh, you get your schedules. They have activities for you. They uh. Basically, you're rehearsing all week for a concert that happens at the end of the week. I believe I, it was like a week, right? Yeah, it was not long. Like this wasn't like a whole summer long camp. It was just right. So we get there like on a Sunday night, and we're leaving like on a the next Sunday or Saturday, whatever it was. Yeah. I, I can't remember. I think the concert was Saturday night, so like parents would come because it was on the weekends, right? And uh, so we're staying essentially in the freshman dorm on campus, which is called Jesse Hall. And Jesse Hall, for those of you who haven't gone to the University of Montana, sucks. It's basically you got two little fold-down beds, and you could literally reach over and touch your roommate 
if you wanted to. And it's got huge cabinets and desk space that's taken up everything else. And you're basically in a high rise. I think it was about 11 floors or something. And yeah, uh, like the band kids were on like the top two floors. Because what they didn't tell us is halfway through the week, there was a football camp that took up the rest of the floors. Oh, so, by, yeah. so there were like several times where you'd go to get in the elevator and it would smell like ass and pizza because they brought a whole my two favorite smells van filled with goddamn pizzas one night for those fucking football players. <laughs> That's right. Awful. I think that was, yeah, I don't know if that was for high school kids or maybe that was for incoming uh, col- college athletes, but uh, wow. Uh, God, I'd forgotten some of that. Well, the nice thing was, is I got to room with you. Unfortunately, our other friend had to room with this other guy. (laughs) Uh, I can only describe him as being job of the... What? Let's just call him... Let's call him N. N? Yeah. Okay. So N was a little bit of a slob and a little bit of a creep and a little bit obsessed with me that was, in a way, very creepy. I mean, who can blame him? I was pretty obsessed with you as well. Well, I get it. <laughs> I'm, I'm simply irresistible. Um. <laughs> no, but N took it to another level, and he... Oh, so the poor uh, sauce guy, our friend, had to room with him. Yeah, and um, I remember once. So I I remember two specific events as my memory gets uh, cloudier and cloudier the older I get. Um, the binoculars. The, yes. So that was the first one. So this guy. Um, and our friend had been telling me about him. He's like, yeah, he's really creepy. He's really touchy-feely. He's really wanting to be close uh, to me the entire time. And I was like, yeah, he's done the same thing for me because he's in the trumpet section, which both Tyrell and I played trumpet. And he sat right next to us all week. And so he kind of like piggybacked on, hey, where are you guys going? What are you doing? Hey, let's go do this. Let's go do this. And so there was one night where our friend decided next door to us in the dorm decided to go to bed early. Well, N, this guy, decides to come over to our room. And both both Tyrell and I, when we heard the knock on the door, we turn off the lights and we just laid down in our beds. We're like, let's just pretend we're asleep. And he well, kept, I think it was an early fucking night too. It really like, was. It was like nine o'clock, nine thirty or something. And he's like, "You guys aren't tired yet. We need to hang out and do stuff." I got binoculars, and I'm like, "Why do you have binoculars?" So we we let him for whatever reason. We let him into the room, and we then we're like, "We're both tired. Like, and we want to go to bed." You know, we're, we're tired of this crap. And he goes up to the window as we've already turned off the lights and both sat on our beds. 
And he starts peeking out the window with binoculars because he notices that there's like a cheerleading camp and in like Knowles Hall or whatever hall that is across from Jesse. Oh, right across. Yeah, it was like right across the parking lot. And he's like, we might get lucky and start seeing some girls and their nudes. Yeah. And and I I think I don't know if I was texting you or if I was just signaling you, but I think I was just like play dead. Just, just play dead. He might go away. <laughs> it's as you were t- the T nine. Oh, I didn't have a cell phone at that point. So, <laughs> oh, that's right. I just got my cell phone for my birthday that year, and back then, yeah, it was a little flip phone. Um, yeah, because the senior right, like right as I started the senior year, I got a the old razor flip phone. That's right. I was. Um, our generation didn't have cell phones until we were juniors or seniors. Um, right. And the coolest thing that you could do with it was get a ring back to and pay 99 cents a month for it. That's right. Oh, I remember you could set it. Um, <laughs> crazy. And then if you stop paying for your ring back to and do that bullshit, like classical music. Oh yeah. You know, I think, I think I did speaking of May the 4th, because today is May the 4th be with you. Um, I think I had like the Imperial March for a few people I didn't prefer. So whenever it would rain, it'd go dun, 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 Um, anyways, to finish the story. So this guy is sitting in our room, dark lights. We're both pretending to be asleep. He's sitting with binoculars, peekabooing or peeping tomming, as the old term is. And basically, he's like, you guys are lame. I'm going to go back to my room. And he leaves. And I just, like, I think we turn the lights back on. And then we just were like, we need to be really quiet so he can't hear us. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Okay. So there was also a time where we ran away from him. Oh, my God. But... But our friend was with us. Like, we got away. It was, like, an evening thing. And I think we hiked the M after that or something. Like, we we had to ditch him, though. And, like, he... Oh, man. We were... We were, like, the popular nerds. Like, we were the popular kids of the band camp. when this, And he was, like, the nerdy guy. Yeah. We were all just a bunch of nerds. Well, so... I'll put a little detail into that. So we came back from hiking the M or dinner or something, and he was still following us. And I, I think I pulled you two guys aside and I'm like, look, we're ditching this guy. We're getting rid of him. And we're like, how do we do that? Because he's just going to follow us wherever we go. And so I pull Alex aside. And I'm like, Hey, look, man, just go into your room, hang out with him for a little bit. Oh, I just said his name. Oh, oh well. Um, so I'm like, go in your room, pretend that you're making conversation with him. At that time he was listening to disturbed. I'm like, let him listen to the new disturbed album. Tell him you're going to the bathroom or something. Come next door. And then we're going to bolt. And so he does that. He leaves the room. He comes into our dorm room and I'm like, all right, guys, like I'm keeping an eye on the keyhole. And- oh, no. Before that, he comes and knocks on our door, and this is something out of a horror movie. He's just like, I know you guys are in there. (laughs) (laughs) You remember that? Yes. (laughs) And I and I'm like looking at you, and I'm like, don't 
don't talk. And so he kept doing that for about like two, three minutes, like knocking. And then we finally hear him go back into the room next door. And then I'm like, okay, the fire, the fire escape stairs are just kitty corner down the hall. We're opening that door and sprinting down 10 flights of stairs. And so I'm like, one, two, three. And we open the door and we all just bolt for the stairs. And we're just going, do, 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 do. And we get out and I'm just like, freedom! Oh. What did we do after that? Do you remember? I, just to get away from him. I don't know. I was just like, oh, I'm not feeling assaulted at this point. So, um, I think wow. we might have we might have walked uh, down to the UC or we might have gone to the Albertsons or something or just walked around campus. But uh, and then we came back and he's like, "Oh, I thought you guys were next door. Where did you go?" And we're like, "Oh, we had no idea. Like we were just out and about." <laughs> yeah, he was uh, he was a character. God, he was so weird. So tell me about your big friend. Oh, my big friend. Oh, I found love in a hopeless place, we could say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, total role reversal, too. Honestly, okay, so you think about think about like a romantic okay, imagine band camp being turned into like a romantic serious movie that people would honestly probably fall in love with nowadays but back then it would have been way too way too taboo to make this movie but anyways so you think what is it camp rock okay all these kids are really talented and they're writing songs for each other and stuff so imagine like disney version a guy writes a song for a girl takes her into like a separate practice room plays it for her on the piano and she just falls in love with him. And then it's like happy PG-13 ever after. Well, this happened to me. Only it was role reversal. Wait, now, if I remember correctly, isn't this the psycho that wanted piggyback rides? Yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so she wrote in one of her groups because she played multiple. I don't know what instrument. I think she was like clarinet in the band, but I think she played piano and shit or something. She was a woodwind or something. I don't trust the woodwinds. Always fucking weird. You know, they're quiet or just too much. It's weird because every single section kind of has its own like uh, personality. I don't feel like we were the trumpet player, like maybe just in our own high school, we weren't really like the classic trumpet players, the arrogant, like a-holes. Well, maybe mm -hmm. one, one among us, but, um, uh, and then the, the percussions kind of like the spazzes, the, uh, trombone players are kind of like the, uh, the stoners, I guess. The I feel like they are the stoners, but I don't feel like any of them were a stoner. But no, they weren't. Uh, but, but they have that mentality. Know, yeah, that personality of just like... The people who play saxophone are just people who are lost in life and just don't know what to do with themselves. Um, clarinet players are people transitioning to the opposite gender. And <laughs> 
Just kidding. <laughs> Did we have any male flute players? Oh, we did have a male clarinet player. Well, I like him. I do. Mm-hmm. Um, I and do I sh- I shouldn't make I shouldn't make fun of anybody who chooses to play a flute. The loudest though, they were all re- they were very high strung and like clearly were going to be successful, oh. except for one of them, which is now. A doctor? Is it it giving it too much away if we say sugar baby? I'm not sure what that term means. (laughs) (laughs) I know what sugar mama means. Sugar mama, sugar daddy. So imagine the counterpart, the baby. Oh, yeah, sure. No, okay. I get it. Yeah, that's a sugar baby. Okay, I, I I was thinking of the candy, which is pretty good candy. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Okay, wow. we got way yeah. off topic here. Okay. What about it? Always happens. Okay, so anyways, I was talking about the role reversal, and so this gal wrote a song for me. Took me, like, took me off to. I think there was like some kind of dance or something that we were at. We were dressed nicer. Yeah, there was like a group social or something. Yeah. Anyways, it was during that night where she pulled me off into a practice room with the piano and and sang this love song. Oh, yeah. Um, Let's just say I was kind of freaked out. (laughs) And then later on when we got past that, we were all dancing. She was wearing like kind of it had like frilly shoulders, but it was definitely like more of like a tank top kind of dress thing. It was like an and 80s prom I dress. Was like, what? It was like an 80s prom dress or something. Yeah, it was just, it was flowy and very Napoleon flowy. dynamite of her. Yeah, definitely. Anyways, so she was a little bit bigger and we were having that social and we were dancing quite a bit. So naturally, you know, kids going through puberty, they get sweaty and because her underarm was bare, <laughs> there was one point where she came in and my sleeve was wet from her <laughs> armpit sweat. So not only did she sing a love song to me earlier, but then she marked me with her bodily fluids. I she, felt so violated. <laughs> she she slimed you like from Ghostbusters. Snail <laughs> trail. <laughs> Like a PG-13 snail trail. Oh, God. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, she was. Uh, I mean, it's so, like, it wasn't just a little bit of wet. Like, it soaked through my shirt. <laughs> well, she's a big woman. She's got a lot of vessels on her as vesicles. <laughs> um, yeah, and you said that. Because I barely remember this uh, from Bucking Horse sale down in Mile City. You said that she was down there, but I barely remember who this person was. What? Like recently at Bucking Horse? Well, not the most recent. Well, you were down at the most recent one, right? Yeah, we took a picture down there. 
I don't think we're talking about the same gal. I think you're getting confused with someone else. I've never seen her a bucking horse. Oh, okay. Well, in any case, I hope she's doing well. And not sweating on men's shoulders and sleeves. And She's probably, like, really successful. Probably. And here we are recording a podcast that 15 people will listen to. And for those of you who don't know, we are actually on a Zoom call, and Drew is currently rocking his Chewbacca onesie because you know made the four three with you. Oh, he's also got a mask. Yeah, I'm a real adult. It's real fun. Um, you know what's sad is I didn't watch a single Star Wars movie today. Um. I probably should have because I, most people I think find me to be the most nerdy Star Wars fan out there. I mean, I basically have patterned my lifestyle after. I used to think I was Luke Skywalker. I'm turning out to be more like Han Solo, though. So it's uh, it's a work in progress. That had to be a pretty hard realization to come to. I'm really glad that you can admit that. Thank, thank you, Doctor. <laughs> 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 Meanwhile, I decided to celebrate 420 this year very fittingly, and I went over to a friend's house. We had a barbecue, smoked so much weed, I was just, I used to say smoked hard R word, but we'll say smoked slow. Well, wait, that's not appropriate either. Oh, shit. I was just, I was very out of it, and we had like 16 ounce steaks and potatoes asparagus bacon wrapped asparagus cheese covered asparagus i don't know why all the asparagus but it tasted good and let me say i was in bed by 9 45 that night it was the most <laughs> appropriate i have ever celebrated a holiday before what does that say i can't imagine that morning dump the next morning oh it was awful i was like oh god i felt so clogged <laughs> Oh, your All poor you toilet. That was that big slab of meat that I just plowed through <laughs> <laughs> the night before. It was awful. Oh, this is what happens when you get older. Did you know they say that, um, like adults and specifically men, I don't know about women, but men go through like a second puberty when they're like late 20s, early 30s. Is that why I'm getting hair on my back now? Yeah, I get hair on my back. There's hairs that grow like off of my ears. Like it's just there's hair everywhere now. And I thought uh, when I first went through puberty, like the body hair and everything, and the odor and things coming out of you were disgusting. You know, yeah, absolutely (laughs) disgusting. And I felt really disgusting. Then you get used to it. Now all of a sudden, I feel like I'm going through it again, and it's just as disgusting. I had I had post. I have a I have a fucking like you know how. I have such a fortress of hair around my nipple. If I had to equate it to real life, nipples. If I had to equate it to real life, it's like a farmhouse in eastern Montana that puts up a fucking tree fence. Like, it's just like, let's block the wind. But it's all the way around. It's awful. It's like you can't even get a car in there to park. It's just, it's a fortress. Who Why known, is that? Who would have known you would have been hairier than me? And hair, more hair on top. And I think you can, your beard is pretty good too now. So it grows up to my fucking eyeballs. You want to know what my mom calls me? Whenever I don't trim a it up, monkey? she calls me Jojo the dog face boy. 
<laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Um, yeah, no, I made a post the other day and I was like, does anybody else find it weird that the older that you get, the more thick your toenails and fingernails become? Yes. What and the hell is that about? Long, they get brittle and like you kick one, you know, you stub your toe once. Oh, they break. Half of your fucking nails broken off. Oh. And then I, I. Okay, I'll admit it. I appreciate a good pedicure. I'm going to go get my feet rubbed. Plus, all the places in Dickinson have alcohol. And, like, there's one. It's called D's Nails. No, oh, like my Like, D apostrophe S Nails. And it's just, it's, you know, it's a classic bunch of Asians. And they bring you, like, shots of fireball and shit. And they just, like, force feed you and get you drunk. Do they got to use, like, a belt sander on your feet? <laughs> they're not too bad but sometimes they cut them like way too short and i'm like oh god i ho- really hope that fucking grows back <laughs> <laughs> i remember and this uh is going to be the last thing for this podcast because we got a minute to go but oh, shit, um way off topic. um well that's fine we can well our next podcast we can think of a, another new fun topic um uh, so, uh, I was the MC of our, uh, senior banquet and we did this thing, which was a guess whose person's feet. And so they took a bunch of pictures of people's feet and they put it up on screen. And then you had to guess who in the class, uh, was that person's foot problem was oh, I was playing. I don't remember this. Well, I was playing soccer at the time and I had lost three toenails my feet were disgusting. Like I just gotten off of like one of our most recent soccer games when they took the picture and when they put it up on the board, everybody was like, Oh God. And I was like, that's real nice. That feels real good. (laughs) So that's going to conclude it for the second episode of the Helena Dickinson handbasket podcast. And we'll talk to you guys in a moment.